Hello and welcome to the Russ Rants Podcast. Man, am I super excited to have you today. This whole platform is designed on open conversation, safety, and self-improvement. That's what this whole thing is about, is giving you the tools and ideas to make yourself better, and thus helping people around you be better. I hope that today's episode inspires you to think for yourself, to think for others, and to maybe adapt and add some extra things to your life that equip you to win. Without further ado, here's the rant. Enjoy. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and hello everybody to the new era of Russ Rants. We're doing things a bit different. For those that don't know, we stream every Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, but this is the first This is the preliminary. This is the new season, new decision. It's gonna be different, man. I'm actually really nervous just because it's just, it's off my rhythm. I'm a creature of habit. This is also a welcome, a big welcome to the Russ Rants podcast, the relaunch podcast episode for the first time, oh man, in over a year. Ken Led, one of our longtime supporters and mods, says, Welcome to the new era. And you are absolutely right. Welcome to the new era. So, how this works is on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we alternate and rotate. I'm, I'm a variety streamer. Um, but on Tuesdays, every other Tuesday is also community nights. Tonight is one of those nights. So, right after this stream, for those listening to the podcast episode later, I'm afraid you will not be able to partake. But we typically play like a community game. A lot of the supporters, viewers, uh, uh, of the Russ Rance channel, hang out for a little bit, play some games. Today we're going to be doing some Valheim. We're going to Viking it up, which is going to be awesome. Um, but this is going to be new and different because we're actually going to quickly do a Russ Rance podcast episode, and that'll hopefully be available by next week for your listening pleasure on all major podcast platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, it's a pleasure to be with you. I'm tired. It's funny, I had to even like mentally prepare myself to be in the, I guess, the headspace to do a podcast. I even was like, Russ, you got to remember, you're not just walking into your live stream and you're, you're not just going to hang out and get to chat about random topics. No, you're, you're choosing to shake it up, which is nerve wracking, obviously. Um, for those that don't know, the, the podcast is actually where I started the whole Russ Rance brand in the first place. Uh, it came about, oh snap, when did I start podcasting? I, shoot, I actually want to check this out. Hang on. Uh, shoot. I'm trying to remember what the software was. I don't even remember. I'm going to give it up. I, there's, there was a platform before Anchor that I used to use for my podcast. I do not remember what it is. I want to say that it was about three or four years ago. Three or four years ago, I started streaming, and it, I, I had a janky MacBook, and I had a gaming headset. It was a Turtle Beach headset. I remember very clearly. And I just sat in my basement. Two things happened. I recorded the intro to the very first season of the Russ Rants podcast. You can go back to the earlier episodes in the Russ Rants podcast archives, again, available on any major podcast platform, and you can listen to the intro, and it's like, Russ, Russ, Russ. Like, it's, I literally sat downstairs with GarageBand, 
and recorded a falsetto voice. I recorded myself beatboxing, and then I said my little intro spiel. I don't know if you guys knew that. And then I and then I went out and and produced my first ever episode. It was just about me and who I was, and I think it was called Tap Dancing or Tap Dancing Kids. It was about da- I I talked about tap dancing. Yes, I tap danced. Okay. Um. So we we put that. Um, we put that on a break for a little bit, and I went to streaming October 2019. Uh, it was a long decision. We had done streaming for, for, or sorry, podcasting for a while consistently. I had interviewed some fantastic guests. I actually had built up a decent amount of momentum, and then I just ran out of steam. Quite frankly, I know that some of you really enjoyed it. I'm very grateful for that, by the way. You guys were so gracious. You were very encouraging. I came out with episodes, I think, almost weekly. I was a pretty good boy and uh, just then migrated into a different direction and wanted to try out live streaming because I wanted the live interaction and you guys have been fantastic. You've hung out uh, pretty consistently. We've played games. Uh, we've talked about random stuff. Random topics have come up sporadically. It's been great, but um, it's funny because today's topic that's been on my mind because as I was saying, I, you have to get in the mentality. I'm like, I am not just hanging out on stream. We're going to do a podcast episode. Um, a topic that had come to my mind was the lack, the ironic statement that being unique is no longer as unique as we actually truly hope it would be in its purity. Being unique is not as unique anymore. Unfortunately, we've commercialized uniqueness which ironically makes true uniqueness no longer unique. What do I mean by that? Well, we're going to get into it here. So uh, quick, uh, some housekeeping uh, items here. Uh, Russ Rants stream. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Russ Rants. That's R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z. If you want to follow, if you want to tickle that that follow button and see us every Tuesday and Thursday, you're absolutely welcome to. You can follow me on social media. I have a Facebook group. You can find me on Russ Rants. That's Russ, R-U-S-S space Rants. Or you can find me on Instagram, Russ Rants, no spaces. Okay. Um, like as I mentioned before, the Restaurants podcast will hopefully be streamed at least once, a, or sorry, recorded once a week. You'll get some episodes. I will come up with a more regular time. I promise you. Okay. And how it's going to look is that on Tuesdays, um, we're going to be trying to record a podcast, quick blurb, quick spiel, 20 to 30 minutes. Then we play. So every other Tuesday is a community night. Every other Tuesday is my typical game that I've been playing right now is Apex Legends. If I get bored and decide to do something else, I will. And then Thursday nights is just chatting. One of my favorite portions of every stream is hanging out with you guys, talking, seeing how you guys' week was. We do a question of the day, which there is a question of the day, which we can do a little bit later. Uh, And then again, just playing some games all right so let's get into it so what do i mean about uniqueness no longer being unique um i, I it's funny paul and i were hanging out this eve or uh, earlier today this afternoon with our kids at a park um the, the weather is beautiful it's getting much much better it's fantastic and so we finally said we're gonna get all four kids i have four children uh, out and about. We've taken him to the park. We had Yuri. He's our six-month-old. Uh, finally out there in a big boy uh, stroller seat. Like we didn't pack the car seat with wheels. He got to sit in a big kind of a bigger kid uh, stroller seat. And it was fantastic. Went to the park and met some parents. It felt so great. There were no masks. And we were all chilling out in the beautiful weather and talking. And we met a dad. We met a dad there, and his name is Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy. He's a gem. Uh, A wonderful, beautiful, marvelous Irish fellow. Uh, And I thought, 
forgive me, Jimmy, I thought at first, which I'm sure he's used to, um, that he was a grandpa. He was chasing around a four-year-old, and this four-year-old was running around with my kids. They were playing and hanging out. Marvelous, marvelous child. I learned that, well, no, he and his wife had a surprise 14 years after their third kid. So it's 21, 16, and 14, and now they're four-year-old. Four-year-old. It's crazy. And great guy. And we were talking about this upcoming generation. We were talking about his parents, you know, because he's in a different situation. Um, as, as I know that uh, Canned, uh, definitely with his kids being that age demographic, has passed the last decade and a half. Um, his kids, Jimmy's kids, are in high school or graduated and in college through the mid-2000s or I guess the later 2010s. Um, and now they're in their, the 2020s here in their teens. Well, his youngest son is four years old. He won't graduate for another 14 years. What's that? That's 2036, which is insane. And we've talked about technology and how technology, when Jimmy was a kid, technology, how I, when I was a kid, playing as a kid, hanging out as a kid, um, it's just so different. It's an incredibly different ball game. And I, you know, we're putting our two oldest boys, Effie and Tito, uh, in in uh, Catholic school next year. Right now, they've been homeschooled, which has been a journey. Um, and that was because of the pandemic. We, we wanted them to have a, a stable school schedule just because of the, the government being like, pull your kids in, pull your kids out, pull your kids out. It's like the hokey pokey uh, with kids and COVID. And so we just said, you know, we're going to do homeschooling for Titus for grade one, and then Titus went to grade two, and then Effie's in grade one. And it's been great. But the social scarcity we have now the social circles have been tough the pandemic is tough on any social circles we decided to put them in school and i asked jimmy i said hey what about bullying what about self-esteem what about peer pressure how is that like how how did you go through it with your kids are you nervous about your youngest son he's like you're always gonna have bullying and peer pressure and and toxic circles and positive circles of beautiful people. That, that's, that's, that's life. You're always going to have that. Um, he said, but I will say this. Social media is the curse of this generation because it's our greatest ally, one of the best things about it, one of the greatest innovations. And yet because of the power of social media, because of the magnitude and the magnification it brings to kids' everyday lives, bullying disgrace self-esteem false self-esteem is dominant kids are hunting for likes doing crazy trends taking weird photos doing stupid things and i'm not trying to sound like a boomer but i i am saying that kids are motivated for attention and we give it to them just look at tiktok okay i'm going to pause there really quick because i don't want to go too far down that rabbit trail the this got me to thinking, yeah, you're right. Like my son is already loving YouTube kids and they're very, it's, it's very interesting. I find how socially aware to pop culture our kids are, even if you like tried your best to turn off the television or limit the internet, um, pop culture still seeps through. My kids know what flossing is. My kids know what Fortnite is. My kids know who Ninja is. Um, my kids know some of the trends. They know some of the, the, the music. They'll hear a song, a clip on the radio, and they'll be like, oh, this is from TikTok. And you're like, yeah, it is, I guess. You're, you're right. Like, they get it. 
And it, I, I, this then brings me full circle to my opening of uniqueness hasn't become unique. Because of the access, and because I've kind of sensed and seen the crowds, the magnitudes of the public are feasting on the trends, right? That's the buzzword we've heard lately is trends. You know, this is trending. This is trending on Twitter. This is trending on TikTok. And you can see people who literally have social media platforms built around two things I've noticed. Um, one, I've noticed channels, their whole demographic, their whole population follows them and relies on them solely to give you an advanced alert on what a trend is. Use these hashtags, use this music, do these dance moves or do this thing and you'll have tons of views. So they're like trend alert people. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have social media platforms. We have people who've built a brand on watching for trends. Number one, very interesting. Number two is you have the kids that will do that. Exactly what they say. As soon as a trend alert happens, they're posting it from their phone or their tablet with the music, with the actions everything with the hashtags and we've kind of built up especially since this boom this crazy juggernaut of tiktok has come and built this behavior in society of the quickest shiniest funniest thing wins the day they have basically de-emphasized uniqueness because those who you know for example there's been some tiktok artists okay i love art I'm not good at it. If you've watched me on any of our community nights when we do Gardic Phone or Drawful, I am awful at artwork. Everyone can attest to this. I draw stick figures to save my life. That is my means to survival is stick figures. And on TikTok, I absolutely adore watching people sketch pencil art, coal, charcoal art, um, everything, painting. And they just, they do a quick time lapse because... TikTok, well, now TikTok has like three plus minutes if you're eligible, but mostly TikTok is what? 30 seconds, 15 seconds, and 60 seconds. And these artists do a time lapse of this beautiful drawing or this beautiful sketch, and they'll put in the comments or they'll put in the, the, the subtitles of the video, this took me eight hours, this took me two days, this took me whatever, and, this, and, and then some of them are actually using this to try to shame you into giving them attention. I get it. You're frustrated. They'll be like, people will watch a person hula hooping um, in a monkey costume and get 2 million likes. I bet this won't even get 100,000 likes. Now, the problem is, first off, if that's your attitude, being an artist, and I get you're frustrated, and you're trying to get my support by shaming pop culture and what people are doing, I'm not really going to go for that. But for the artists that don't commentate on that and just say, this took me eight hours, I'd love it if you could show me some support or let me know what you think, of course I'm going to like it. I'm going to support it. Um, but it's funny because they do not typically get as much support as the trend followers. Right? Those that are showcasing a, a, a legit skill, fantastic hours and hours of discipline, take a very far. I'm not even going to be dramatic, overly dramatic. I'm going to say they do take a very far backseat to pop trends. And it's been on my mind because obviously I'm running a stream channel and now we're, we're relaunching the podcast. Maybe I should quickly clarify why we're doing the podcast. I, you know me, one of my main mantras has been over the year, last year and a half, two years, is fail fast. Um, I don't like to be comfortable. I, I have been habitually called 
uh, by my squad in Call of Duty and Apex. I'm a tinkerer, okay? It is it is a double-edged sword, man. I get it. It's a problem, and it's an asset, is tinkering. I tinker my settings. I tinker uh, my channel. I, I tinker. I'm always asking my friends, my best supporters, some of the, the best, strongest community members, am I doing things right? What do you think? What did you think about this last one? Because I'm always assessing. I'm never content or satisfied thinking that I've arrived, which, again, has benefits and has some very clear negatives and i i decided okay let's shake this up because i actually some i don't know some social events in our life are going to be happening more and more regularly and i decided i'm going to give up sunday night streams i was prepared to i was like pola you know we need we want our kids to develop we want to have a healthy social life outside of the online world so if that's what it takes i'll give up sunday evenings and I love my wife. She's awesome. She supports this channel. She supports what I'm doing. This isn't just a hobby tour, which is nice. I think she feels that this is a pursuit, which is awesome. She's like, no, don't don't give up, you know, two nights a week. I think two nights is still really good for you. It gives you enough momentum. Just do Tuesdays and Thursdays. Change your schedule. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's going to be a bit weird, but let's do Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then I thought about it due to some advice from some of our supporters who I really appreciate. Thank you. You know who you are. They said, why don't you consider bringing back a portion of the Russ Rants podcast? And I haven't been reluctant because I don't like podcasting. I haven't been reluctant because I don't like talking to people. I've been reluctant because I I couldn't segment that I could have a little bit of both and. I actually tried a podcast with the awesome Ajit Uman. Um, he was the last podcast you'll see. Uh, he, he's a marvelous pilot, has big ambitions, a great critical thinker. And I actually had him on the Russ Rant stream and we recorded an episode. Um, I think I was just in a different headspace at that time and the balance just didn't totally make sense. And I was like, okay, I tried it once. I'm not interested. And that like, I just, it wasn't against a jit at all. That was a great episode. Actually, I was very happy we did it. I just wasn't into it. I was like, no, I don't want to do that again for a while or ever. I was okay to just drop the, the Russ Rants podcast. And then weirdly through the last I don't know, 18 months, people are like, you know, we're, you should bring back the podcast or at least consider doing a sporadic episode. Keep us in, in updated. Keep us involved. And I'm like, no, that's okay. I got the stream going and that's already a lot of work, so I'm good, thanks. So anyways, bringing it back, we're doing that right now for the podcast. We're, we're doing this Tuesday right off the hop experiment because why not? Why not? If, if y'all hate the podcast, then so be it. But I know that some people... Um, don't get, they, they're not available or they just, it's not their bag. I get Twitch is not for everybody watching people play video games or chatting in a chat group. Um, but I do know that a, a decent amount of people were listening to the podcast and if I can do both and why not spread the Russ Rants love Rants fam, right? So coming back to uniqueness, bringing it back to, uh, bringing it back to being special is we've kind of really commercialized being special more than even in the past. Yeah, I get Hollywood was always looking for that special actress or that special actor or, you know, uh, Hollywood was always always digging for that unique star. And then, you know, the moment that that star's light burned out, right, their five minutes of fame, they would trash them and find someone new. I get that. But, like, in today's day and age, the consumer mentality, the consumer rate, the instant gratification that we do often have, even tremendous talents can lose their way. Tremendous passions, tremendous hobbies can lose their way if they're looking for it in the wrong area. If you're trying to market your uniqueness 
for the hope of purely grabbing attention, it is really tough right now. You can hula hoop five hula hoops around you for five minutes. Someone is immediately going to see the viewership you have or the support you have and say, well, I can probably hula hoop nine for nine minutes. And then people would be like, I can hula hoop 12 for 12 minutes. And, and it goes on and on because we're not any more focused on that individual doing something cool and just doing it for their passion and enjoying that. We're saying, oh, that's pretty cool. And then someone says, ah, there's a tension over there. Someone said that's pretty cool. I'm going to grab that. I want to, how can I, how can I, what's the right word, guys? Uh, how can I take advantage of that? How can I, how can I capitalize? That's the word. Capitalism. Capitalize. How can I capitalize on that? And a, a buddy of mine, I, I came to him, I was, I was a little bit discouraged because I don't ever want to get stagnant for you guys as a community, whether it's through streaming or podcasting. I don't ever... I don't ever want to slow down. I want to make sure that you guys are getting value, right? I even said this in the podcast. I've said this from the stream. I want to make sure you can come away at least feeling like happy or encouraged or something like that. I I don't want you guys to be like, yeah, like it's been okay, but Russ is just kind of doing this now for the views. Or I don't get anything from Russ Rant's stream anymore. Like that would haunt me, okay? And honestly, I'd rather you just in a good way, like you can leave. I, I... and I mean that as, as as in I'm rooting for you. You can go somewhere else and get value if you can do that. And I'm accidentally detracting from your ability to get value. Leave me. Go away. Don't don't hang around. Go away. In a good way, I don't want you here if there's value you want elsewhere. But I digress. With our community, or sorry, with our culture... And how attention has been marketed as the number one metric to grab. It's really, really tough for people who go into something saying, hey, I really like bowling. And I want that to make me famous. If that's your mentality, I fear you've already lost. Because you're going to be focusing on the wrong things. And our culture has said, yeah, you might think you're unique, but there's 500 others like you. And then people that have an unhealthy mentality about garnering attention or trying to grow a brand say, you're right. So I have two choices. Either I'm, I'm not special and my hobby or my passion isn't worth continuing to do, which is wrong. Okay, that's, that's one extreme. This is wrong. Or the other extreme is, well, I got to up the ante then. Bowling isn't enough. I need to light the bowling balls on fire and bowl live human beings. And I need to do a backflip after I bowl and get a strike. And you see how it's both. It's either or if unhealthy. And I'm going to get to the fun part, the wholesome part in a moment here. But if if our culture isn't careful, uniqueness will continue to lose its value. Uniqueness will continue to lose its value because it's not enough anymore. Okay. So first off, don't, whatever passion you're passionate about, do not discredit it because it doesn't get you the views. (laughs) Rad Rad just commented, ah, so you've seen me bowl. Yes, I'm a big fan of your backflip flaming bowling ball strike human bowling channel on YouTube. Absolutely. I... That's the, but like, again, the number one thing is if, if you're trying to say this passion is going to take me places and not just enjoy it, not just want to do it and you're, you're banking on it or you give it a time limit, it has to capitalize, it has to grow something for me, you're going to burn out. 
you're going to burn out or it's going to get unhealthy. Your, your passion is no longer a passion. It's a distorted, warped way. It, you've lost your way. And you're going to try to commercialize something that gave you joy. I've often asked people, I think I've told you this story, where I was working um, residential renovation uh, for like, you know, those insurance disaster companies. Like if your, your basement gets flooded, you do demo and you do renovations and stuff. I worked as a, a, a grunt laborer for a company one summer before I went into post-secondary, actually. And this dude, man... He wasn't my favorite guy, but he was okay. His name was Zach, and he would crush like two mountain or uh, monster energy drinks before we'd go on a road trip for a site. I was just like, what is this guy? Um, And he wouldn't stop talking about cars. Loves cars. Oh, he would tell me, oh, there's that vehicle, blah, 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 the engine and the, you know, suspension. I'm like, nice. Wheels. Vroom, vroom. Like, I'm just like trying to be like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Ferrari. Yeah, vroom, vroom. You know, and, and, uh, he would bring all this stuff up. So finally, I think we were like tearing down soggy drywall from a flood or something. I'm like, Zach, if you love cars so much, what the hell are you doing right here? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, why are you in the renovation? Why aren't you like apprenticing or doing trade school to be a mechanic, man? Cause he was telling me about a car he was working on. He loves it. He's like, nah, I don't ever want to work on cars professionally. And I'm like, why? Why not? You seem like a natural fit. You got a clear passion for it. And he's like, that's just it. If it becomes a job, I don't think I'm going to be as passionate about it. I just want to keep it as something I enjoy. And he shrugged his shoulders and just kept working away. I don't know where Zach is to this day. In a good way, I hope he's not a mechanic. Because I think he, to a degree, had a point. You can even see it on online entertainment these days. You can see the people that have had to build a product around something that they originally enjoyed. PewDiePie has burnt out several times. Several times. PewDiePie has said, I have to take a a vlogging break, I have to take a YouTube break, because something he enjoyed doing, which was streaming or recording goofy, derpy videos, um, he had had to produce it. The pressure got to him. He had to produce it every single freaking day. And... I think that happens to people. You can see it on social media. You can see famous influencers that have just honestly mailed it in. Rad says, Foreman at the sawmill caught me doodling during a safety meeting once and told me I should be a doodler for a living. I think he was telling me to stop doodling or he'd fire my ass, but I took it differently. It's true. For those that don't know, Rad is a graphic designer and design lead and a digital marketer for a company. So I think you're right. You might have accidentally mistook it, man, but GG's, I guess. Axel says, you'll live a longer, happier life not working on cars, speaking from experience. Right. I forgot about that season of life, Axel. GG's. GG's. I digress. The other portion is the people that give up on their passion thinking it's not worth demonstrating. And I think that that's one of the greatest travesties is... People have given up something very special in their life and they don't want to show it to other people because they think just because other people are showing that passion too, and coincidentally maybe to a bigger audience that thus they have lost the right or the point of sharing their passion. See what I mean? Uniqueness has lost its uniqueness because the, the metric, the goal has been warped. 
there's this chick I really enjoy. Sorry, guys. I call I call girls chicks sometimes. I realize that that could be sexist. It's not. Okay, but I, I just, I say it. If that is inappropriate, I can kibosh that from my vocabulary. But I have called people chicks for years. I'm very sorry to anyone that this offends, okay? Hey, I'm going to just say that really quick. Um, there's this lady. There's this marvelous woman on Instagram who is an archaeologist. You probably would recognize her because a few of her TikToks and Instagram reels have gone viral because she talks about what she does as a new archaeologist. And she's blown up. She's blowing up. She's got like, I, I, I don't know how many she has right now, but I think she was at a, about 100,000 followers. Um, and they honestly, she, she even said after she got to 100,000 followers, she's like, I never came on here to grow a following. I never came on here to build influence. I came on here to show you what I was happy and passionate about. And she said it. She's like, I didn't care if it was five people. I just wanted to find the people to share it with that would appreciate what I was doing. And now she's like, and now I'm getting comments and messages from people saying, I was, I couldn't care less about dinosaurs. I couldn't care less about prehistoric history, blah, blah, blah. But you have made me excited about archaeology. You've you've enlightened me. You've blown my mind about something I never thought I'd be passionate about. And that, friends, is what I quickly want to encourage you with. That's the metric. That's the goal. Over the last few weeks, I've really heard, especially as I've kind of been getting ready to adjust a little bit of the Russ Rant stream and the Russ Rants podcast, you've heard the, the have you ever heard the terminology red ocean, blue ocean? This is very new to me, but this has come up to me over the last several months. Is Red Ocean, Blue Ocean. Now, I'm going to butcher it. Anyone who's read books about it or knows what the marketing term is, you can correct me. I don't care. I don't have pride in this. But it was along the lines of like, Red Ocean means highly populated market. There's blood in the water. There's sharks in the water. Red Ocean, it means there's no room. Everyone's doing it, right? You could even talk about streaming. Uh, Fortnite streaming. Apex streaming, Call of Duty streaming, everyone's streaming right now. It's true. Everyone, you know, a lot of people, you just need a webcam, an awesome computer, and the ability to try to say hi to strangers on the internet, and you can start a stream. And that's okay. But it's highly populated. That's the point, really quickly. Just a shallow point is, yes, it's highly populated. And people say, uh, in, in blue ocean terms, blue ocean means it's an open market. I knew Axel you'd reply. Just so everybody knows, Axel Dream Queen. Axel the Dream Queen. You can follow her on Twitch. She streams every Monday. 7 to 9 p.m. now, I think. Hey, Axel. Very proud of her. Uh, that wasn't a dig at you either. I hope you know that. I'm just saying, like, streaming is easy in a good way. Like, you can set it up and you can start. So it's a quote-unquote heavily populated market. Um, but I love it. Definitely give Axel the, Dream uh, Axel the Dream Queen a follow on Twitch. Twitch.tv. Um... Blue ocean means the market is open. It's pure. It's untainted. You got that. Uh, other people have called it the purple cow. That that thing that attracts people to you because you're different. Um, can I be very transparent? It is getting harder and harder to be drastically different. I'm reading right now Simon Sinek's book, um, Start With Why. Very old concept. Old book. Older book. Uh, he talks about something called the golden circle, which is instead of what, how, and why, you know, start with what, you know, we make great books. 
How? With our state-of-the-art publishing facility. Why? Because we believe you deserve a good book that takes you away in your imagination. He's like, now reverse that. We believe that you should have books that take you away in your imagination and give you a good time. We do that with our state-of-the-art publishing facilities, and we happen to make good books. Would you like to buy some? He says, that's the reversals. You start with why. Why are you passionate about this? Why do you want to do this? Why do you enjoy this? And then you can get to the how, and then you can get to the what. It's, again, like I said, it's an old concept. It's not new. It's getting harder and harder, though, in this market. If you want to be famous in social media, I, I mean, GG's to you. You've got to play the game. You've got to hustle. You almost have to, unless you have a foolproof plan or the ability not to work a full-time job because this will become your full-time job. I have people who've tried to be full-time streamer entertainers. I've seen a few of them. They've finally just cracked being a partner on Twitch, which is a huge feat. 75 average viewers per stream, um, and they stream over a certain amount of hours, and they've now become a Twitch partner, but they're not by any means full-time. Twitch doesn't pay them enough to to make it full-time, but they've literally done nothing else for a year, maybe more. One guy, I think, was streaming for an entire day for a year and a half, and he's like, I'm going to, I'm literally, this is going to become my, my dream in my life. I'm going to stream every day. And he markets, he does it on TikTok, he edits videos, YouTube, blah, 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 blah. It's so full. The problem is that that's not that unique. Do you understand what I'm saying? The problem is that that's, that's not unique anymore. A lot of people who are highly passionate about becoming social media influencers do that. And you don't think this affects my mentality? I mean, yeah, this would be a dream if something were to take off in the future. But right now, guys, I got four kids. I got a wife. I got a house over my head. I got mouths to feed. As much as I would love to stream in front of you guys for six to eight hours a day, I, I can't. I will not. It's not possible. It's not my life. So how do we bring this back? How do we do bring back uniqueness to its true power, its true potential? Do it for the right metrics. It can, I'm going to give him a shout out. He's told me time and time again, do what makes you happy, Russ. Just do that. Don't worry about being famous or trying to get a following or creating a bigger community. Just, just do what Russ finds fun. And it's not even, and it'll take care of the rest, or it'll be an inevitability. Notice that. He, he doesn't say, you know, and you'll be famous within six months. You'll be famous within a year, or your money back. Just do what you want to do, enjoy it, treasure it, cherish it, find other people that share the same passion as you, and leave the metric at that. And honestly, if you're struggling to know if you have a healthy reason or motive to do this, start with why. Because here's, here's how the golden circle can be a foolproof thing uh, if I know I want to do Twitch still. If my why is I want to be famous and I want to be rich, I want to stream full-time video games because I want to make all the money and I want to talk to celebrities... Well, how, how are you going to do that? I'm going to do that by grinding myself 8 to 10 hours a day, editing videos, building content, building a personality. What do I do? I stream and play video games on Twitch, and I have videos on YouTube. By the time you get to the what, you're kind of like, wow, I've run out of steam, and it feels like there's no soul in my structure. 
And I, truth be told, I do believe that that will run out of fuel. I do not think people... There's a book by uh, Daniel or David? David H. Pink? Daniel H. Pink? Daniel, I think. It's called Drive. It's on intrinsic motivation. He does the stats. Companies that try to woo or groom or bribe their employees to work harder with bonuses and, 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 and KPIs and you know clear, huge sales goals and quotas, burn them out. Staff turnover is crazy. But if you give them ownership and say, you can help build this with us, do what you're passionate about within your department. If you have a gifting in something, we want to see you succeed in it, they stay. Not only do they stay, they're more productive. Not only are they more productive, they're more innovative. And then that innovation leads to breakthrough. And then guess what that company, what happens to it? They start to stand out. People bought Steve Jobs' why from Apple. A lot of people could argue and might be right that Apple actually has a subpar product to a lot of other companies. And yet you've got cultist-like followings. Staff members and employees and consumers of Apple who will swear by it till the day they die not because necessarily Apple makes a better product, but because they relate to what Apple's doing. They relate to Apple's brand. <sighs> so in conclusion, I think for some people out there that have maybe hit that entertainment... I mean, I'm an Enneagram 3, you guys, right? I want performance. I want to I wanna wow people. I want people to appreciate me. I'm just being honest. I want to entertain people. I love it. I get life from that. That's why I, I light up a room if I'm going to a party. Even if I don't need to be the center of attention, I just want to at least high-five people and be like, what up, everybody? Um, and uh, before I read Rad's comment, uh, I'm an Enneagram 3 where performance does motivate me. Um, but I got to change how I approach this. For those performers out there, for anyone out there that thinks what I'm doing isn't enough because I only have five people following me, maybe that's enough. Maybe that's enough. Maybe you don't have to make a living from something you're passionate about. Now, this terrifies me, right? Because that shatters some of the dreams. It's okay to have dreams and it's okay to have goals. But I do think there's a longevity, there's a fuel benefit to your pursuits if they're anchored in it's because I love it. Just like Zach. That guy was self-aware enough to know, I love cars. I love working on cars. I don't want to do it for a living because I want to enjoy it. Some people, they want what they enjoy to be their job, which is fine. But what I'm trying to say is don't be discouraged because you think you're not special. You're going to be special to someone is probably the biggest thing I want to say to you. I'm going to say it again. Don't be discouraged if you think you're not special. You're going to be special to somebody and they're going to be grateful that you were able and willing to put yourself out there to show them. That's important. That's very important. Rad, in regards to my Apple comments, says, Blasphemy, the eye mouse I have to flip over like a turtle in order to charge is a marvel of engineering. Yeah, I hate I, I hate the eye mouse. The, that little dot scroll wheel, man, that peeps me off, dude. Don't even get me started. So I digress. That is the restaurant stream for today. Hope you enjoyed it. I appreciate you guys for listening. Really do. Uh, we're going to head into some community night here in a moment, doing some Valheim. I haven't played it in forever. And again, we're doing stuff different. So this podcast will hopefully be on all the major podcast platforms and YouTube Ooh, within a week. Lord, help me. 
There's a lot going on. So anyways, GG's, be nice to each other. Tip your waitresses is what I typically always say to end my stream. I'm going to end my podcast on that. If you have any ideas, you can always send them to my email, russrantsreal. That's R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z-R-E-A-L at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on Instagram or Twitch. Thank you all. Have a great day wherever you are. We will talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. Your support is always appreciated. Should you feel so inclined, I would love it if you'd click that follow button or subscribe button, depending on which platform you're listening to this on. As always, you can also reach me on social media at Russ Rants. That's R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z on Instagram. Or if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns about the show, by all means, shoot me an email at RussRantsReal at gmail.com. I will catch you later. Have a fantastic week and take care.